0: Once again we love you like Kobe said the trophy is home and where it belongs and we're gonna get another one next year
1: can you pick it shut up and big my popcorn shut up and big my popcorn
0: What is up? Welcome to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. It's your boy, Nicho. Back at it again. To talk to you about... Well, I'm actually throwing you a curveball this time. <clears throat> Instead of an actual movie franchise, we're going to talk about an actor franchise. We're going to do something different. We, I mean, me. Uh, I'm going to categorize actors. And I'm trying to diversify episodes. I noticed there's a lot of... Um, action redundancy so I'm going to try to incorporate more comedies animation and this little shing dig that I'm doing um we're going to go into actors as a franchise you know popular actors popular figures in entertainment um for some whatever I've been wanting to get into this movie I've heard a lot of crap about it we're going to talk about steel 1997's steel with Shaquille O'Neal and I wasn't trying to rhyme there but if you want to throw a beat in the background, you know, make it sound cool. Steal. Mm mm wish you kill old Mm mm. Yeah, I suck. <clears throat> but I want to try to incorporate more actors, you know. Tom Cruise, Will Smith, The Rock, etc., etcetera. Et cetera. And then, you know, different genre of movie genres. I know you know, there's not a lot of animation uh, films I've covered. There's not a lot of com- there's some comedies, but there's not a lot of comedies. There's not a lot of horror. I've noticed I did a few horror, but they were always around the Halloween time. I'm going to try to incorporate more scary movies, but I kind of want to keep the good ones for, uh, excuse me, uh, the October Halloween time frame. But nonetheless, this episode, we're going to dip our toes and we're going to shit on Shaquille, you know? Uh, So sit back, relax, pop something, roll something, you know... Pour yourself pour yourself something to enjoy. So we'll do that after a word from our sponsor. Hey
1: baby, Jimbo from Jimbo's Bar and Tiki Grill. we closed down, guys, I'm sorry to say that. We shut the shit down. Only to reopen as Jimbo's Bar and Super Tiki Grill, motherfucker. That's right. We had to close down, remodel. Uh, take some vaccines, then reopen with some big screen TVs and lots and lots of bottled beer. That's right, y'all. Jimbo's Bar and Super Tiki Grill will let you drink wherever the fuck you want to drink. Just don't come after us We we all get fucking pulled over DWI, motherfuckers. We ain't responsible for your drunk ass. So bring your dreamless check having ass to Jimbo's Bar and Super Tiki Grill. We got all the food from the last... I even got super wings. You know what the fuck super wings are? Well, get your big ass down here and try some. You'll love it. We still in the same place,
0: though. Welcome back, guys. Like I said in the intro, we're going to dive into 1997's poorly attempt at a superhero movie with a basketball actor who at the time, his only Role, I guess, starring role would have been Kazam or was it Shazam? No, it was Kazam, yeah, Mandela effect. So, I recently watched this movie. Uh, if you're looking for it on your, any of your streaming uh apps, I think it's on Amazon, not too sure, it's all over the place, but I have a copy in my private collection. I'm bringing up notes because I had to make notes on this fucking thing. Um but let's get familiar with the movie. Now if you know anything about the character that this movie was trying to I guess I mean they didn't come out this that's plain and simple. It's a comic it's a DC comic book superhero movie. Plain and simple. Based on the Man of Steel well, not really based on Man of Steel. Based on the character Man of Steel from the DC comic books. Now, I'm trying to bring up the cast. Because I want to just do a quick rundown of who's in the movie. But, in the comic books after uh, Superman is killed by Doomsday. He is basically four different quote unquote supermen come from I guess the shadows or whatever. Now, all of them claim to be Superman in one way or shape or form. Out of the four, the, the character John Henry, which is actually, I think they kept the name, John Henry Irons, uh, is actually the one out of the four that is actually a good-hearted person. And we see it in the film, you know, uh, if you want... I mean, nowadays, everything superhero movie-wise is darker and greedier or whatever to try to, I mean, match the tone from some comic book eras. Errors, error, errors, E-R-A. And um, during the 90s, it wasn't really the same kind of flow, and I think a lot of people kind of were turned off because a lot of stuff was too cartoonish, kind of like Batman and Robin. This one, I, w- I mean... If you want to introduce your young kids, nieces, nephews, whatever, to a superhero movie. It's actually a good movie. I mean, there's some bad words in it. There's a lot of shits and and stuff. Uh tech, I mean, there's this one line that I, I freaking love when I heard it. Hell no. Okay, that wasn't it. Where you at, man? Well, be dipped in shit and rolling <sighs> Yeah, I heard that one, and that was just fucking hilarious. That was... Uh, Said from the character Uncle Joe, who's gonna be played by Richard Roundtree, aka Shaft. You know what it is, baby. Oh, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a. I mean, to start off, I mean, if you want to throw a goofy superhero-ish movie, this I would recommend. But I mean, if you're one of those, oh my God, I cannot stand this movie because Jack's acting is so terrible. Man, it it is. It's very. Cringy, not bad, cringy, just like Ugh, okay, cool. Ray J is in this movie, he plays uh, Iron John Iron's little brother, aka Martin. And we know how annoying that dude can freaking be. Uh, one guy that you will probably be familiar with if you ever watched Space Jam was Tom Barry, he played Michael Jordan's dad in that movie. Here, he plays a cop that is in, in basically, I wasn't gonna say pursuit of uh steel and um we'll get into in a little bit of how that moment of 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 the people who are trying to id uh john john henry as steel himself um now the movie takes place in present time the main characters which are shack as like i said john henry irons and his friend you would almost say maybe love interest in a way but there's not really a lot of Smoochie Smoochie is uh, by the name of Susan Sparks, who's played by um, Annabelle, (laughs) Annabeth Gish. Um, She looks familiar. I think she's been in a few TV shows and whatnot. And then you have the bad guy, who is played by none other than Judd Nelson, a.k.a. The Breakfast Club uh, alumni. He, I mean, eh. It's weird watching him be this bad guy because it's so... I mean, Judd Nelson can play a bad guy. He can play... I mean, he's an amazing. He's a good actor. He's an amazing actor. But him playing this bad guy is just kind of like half Lex Luthor, kind of half, you know, crybaby, win, I'll show you. You know, like I'm going to act out instead of, you know, tell you my problems. And we'll see it in the film. I mean, they <clears throat> they have this. We all know each other origin. They're all you know military scientists working on top secret weapons, you know lasers and sonic uh, wave waveforms, wavelengths, whatever, uh, and using them in rifles and and automobiles and whatnot. Um, something happens. Jud Nelson's player uh, plays. Uh, Nelson Burke. I was trying to think of his name. It's not listed here in front of me. Uh, Nelson Burke and he they are doing a demonstration of these weapons with a U.S. Senator and she's very intrigued. She's very impressed by this and Judd Nelson sees that and sees an opening as in and uh, you know these weapons can do more. You know, I know where the military and where else are these weapons going to be used but With our boys behind enemy lines. And you want to make sure the enemy, you know, doesn't get back up. So, let's kill these motherfuckers. I I can show you what these weapons can do. Blah, blah, blah. So, the second demonstration, she kind of like nods to him like, okay, yeah. He then, like a little bitch, fucking tells, I think it's the Colonel. Colonel David, played by Charles Napier. You know him from The Goods. As I ring the bell, damn it! You you know who this guy is. He's a very popular uh, actor, and so he kind of tells the colonel, Colonel, let me. You mind if I do this demonstration? So Shaq steps back and he gets a hold of the the sound wave rifle or weapon, and he kind of jolts the meter to red status, which is kind of like um, an obvious like do 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 maximum power shoots at a building, which. Ricochets in the way, back to them, and starts to the de- the the building that they're in starts to crumble, and a piece of the ceiling or the wall falls on the senator and Sparky. what well, we call sparks. Shaq starts calling her Sparky, and it's this little, oh, we're friends. Let's port fingers together. Ding 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 ding. Like really. Anyways, well, it kills the senator. And uh, Paralyzes uh, Sparky We're just gonna keep calling her Fucking Sparky Fuck it And so Shaq has this moment of like Superhuman Rah, I Gotta lift this wall off you And she's just laying there like Like a dead fish They have a trial I guess to Discharge Or whatever uh, Nelson Burke Which I think is fucking retarded Because they didn't I mean he caused this shit He's the one on trial Why does he not go to jail or some shit. Or have some repercussions. Everybody just walks out and be like, okay, fine. I hate you. I hate you. Hey, Colonel, I quit. Fuck this shit. Like, what the fuck? He goes back home to uh, to L.A. And by he, I mean Shaq, John Henry. And at the same time, we see Nelson Burke flying to Los Angeles. It's like, okay, they're both going to L.A. This is weird. I mean, all this is happening within maybe a few months or so, you know, or whatever. But uh, as Shaq, and they should—they they play it simultaneously in a way, not simultaneously. Well, you know, one scene after the other, whatever. Shaq's going back to the, his old neighborhood to see his grandmother and his little brother, and we see ja, uh, Nelson Burke go into what looks to be like an arcade uh, manufacturer or something. They don't even district this. Distra- I mean, they talk about it. He goes to see Willie Big Willie or Willie Billier. Some dude, some fucking weird name. I'm gonna see if I can find it in in the cast, but I know big some something to do with Willie. You know, it is not a big deal. This dude, fucking, he dies at the end anyway. <laughs> so his buddy has his whole company. He ships. He employs teenagers. It's all a front. He's an arms dealer. Nelson knows it. He walks in like big, like big dick Willie. You know, tells him, hey, but, and in the way he does it, it's kind of like, like, what the fuck, like, what are you trying to be funny, trying to be coy, like, he's all laughing, like, not laughing, but smiling, like, hey, you still dealing big arms, hey, I got some, letting you know, I know, I know how to make these top secret weapons, and he literally makes uh, knockoffs of the military weapons that him, Sparks, and uh, and John Henry had made for the military because they're taking these weapons and the funny thing is uh, we see Nelson or not, I keep calling him, I'm gonna call him Nelson Judd Nelson is Nelson Burke oh, it's confusing see what happens when I take notes and I don't shoot from the hip, I sound like a fucking idiot (laughs) so (laughs) he's developing these new weapons they see the potential of, oh, my God, they can do some damage. I, I, you know, I work with a bunch of, you know, street hoods. We can make some money, rob a few banks, you know. Scratch you. You scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. And so one lady who is actually Willie, Chili Willie's <laughs> assistant or something, she, she sees Burke as this weasel is up to something, you know, don't. She kind of threatens him in a way, and instead of, you know, kind of like sh- sticking her foot in her mouth, he literally kills her. He literally sits, they go into a, an elevator, and one of the guys that was walking in there with her, uh, he's like, hey, hey, Lamont, I forget his name, Uh, I actually need to get something. Hey, would you mind helping me real quick? He gets out of the elevator, he turns and looks at her, presses a fucking <laughs> garage door opener. And she knows what's gonna happen. And whoop! Too late. Adiós, you Boo! Elevator goes all the way down to the first floor, super fast. No survivors. So he makes an example to the dude he pulled out. He'd be like, "It's kind of hard not to find people to trust, or some shit like that. Something about trust." And the guy's like, "Oh, I get, it, bro. I get you. You know, I got. You know, I help you out." At the same time. Uh, John Henry is trying to, he's making a life for himself. He's working at an actual steel mill, which is fucking retarded because there's a scene where these two hot bitches, and I mean, these bitches don't work in a steel mill, hot. Like, these bitches, like, if, if it was a scene out of, like, a beach, uh, like, a poolside or something, it would make sense. These chicks are in heart, heart, I don't know what the fuck, they're management or what, they're like, oh, look at him. He's so cute. <laughs> like, this motherfucker is seven feet tall. You could pick this motherfucker out of any lineup for anything because of how tall this motherfucker is. And so he's working at the steel mill and he's trying to he's keeping in contact with Sparky and, and whatnot. And then he was going him and his old brother were with a, fr- a friend of his who's a cop on A ride along or to some kind of community meeting or something when they get the uh, radio dispatch or whatever saying that there's a robbery going on. Well, the robbery taking place from these hoodlums who are hired by Burke and like Willy Chili, Chili Willy, what well, I'm calling Chili Willy, and they literally. Blah use the sonic to blast open the wall or whatever the building of the bank. And might I add, business signs in this shack steel world, there's no horizontal business sign. You know, like McDonald's, it's you know, left to right. Every business sign is vertical. The bill bu- the business sign for Chili Willy's business is vertical. The bank sign is just vertical is a like, commu bank. Commu bank, like computer bank or some shit some crap like that that's just a side note that's just a little you know visual tick that got me Uh, so they robbed the bank and the cops are called and in the process Shaq John Henry notices these weapons and he's like these are the top secret weapons that I've basically made for the government that I was involved with how the fuck did they end up on the streets And that's the plot here. Like, these top secret weapons are the plot. And his friend is hurt. I don't know if she dies. I think she's just hurt. And he's trying to get in contact with the colonel. The colonel says, nobody, all our weapons are accounted for. And there hasn't been any theft. I don't know what to tell you, John. And, And he's pissed off. He tries to get a hold of Sparky, who at this time, I guess, he hasn't been keeping tabs on her or whatever. She's been transferred out from one VA hospital to another, and she is depressed as fuck. And Shaq is not a good friend to have if you're depressed, because this motherfucker states the fucking obvious. He tries to make a joke about the window. She's not having it. And then it, this this interaction, if you check this scene out, it's very like, really, dude? Like, really? And then there's a scene when he, like, he he basically kidnaps her from the fucking VA hospital And everybody's cheering He picks her up The from I mean he didn't pick her up From the chair But she, he picks up the chair And just starts carrying her out everybody's cheering Yay Nobody's like Hey what the fuck you doing bro You can't You gotta sign her out You know there's a process What the fuck They end up going to Uncle Joe's scrapyard, And like I said Uncle Joe is played by Richard Roundtree And what does he say I love that shit That shit's funny as fuck um, oop, oh, that's a little high. And oh, how about now? Is that better? I turned my volume down. Anyway, so we go to Uncle. Uh, I was going to rant, Uncle Joe's Scrapyard, and he basically says, "I can get you whatever you want because it falls off a truck. Whatever you need. And this is all. Oh, this is a something processor. blah, blah blah. blah like 1996 technology. Like. I know it came out in '97, but all this shit was 1990. This was Windows. You had the big fat computer screens. The fucking graphics were shitty. I mean, it, come on, y'all know what it was like back in the or in the mid '90s, technology-wise. We would have, I mean, shit. The phones were about as big as a big as a brick before then. Anyways so she's she gets back into her groove, and one of the things that happens because there's a montage and they have that music, ding ding ding. ding. Uh, she falls off the chair. Now, I had read something that this film did shine a positive kind of light on people with disabilities or wheelchairs or something, which is good to see. I mean, the only other character, comic book character in a wheelchair that I can think of off the top of my head was Barbara Gordon when the Joker shoots her and paralyzes her and she becomes, quote-unquote, the Oracle or Oracle. Uh, kind of behind the scenes uh, ears and eyes or whatever for Batman and and, and the Batman team whatever. This kind of, this chick kind of does the same thing as she's you know helping him develop the tech and the stuff inside the suit, like cameras and and everything else. Uh, well, she falls off the chair. She's trying to get a screwdriver or something, and she falls off the chair. And as I mean a normal human being Your first reaction is to Oh shit she fell Let me go help her with Shaq and, and Uncle Joe see And Uncle Joe kind of rea- does that reaction Oh let me go help her And Shaq stops him And he's like no And it's like in my first reaction like man that's fucked up y'all just, y'all just watched her fall and bust her ass She's laying there like Fuck this shit You know you gotta think of that mindset Of like you're just newly paralyzed And you're like fuck this shit And on side note if you're paralyzed why the fuck do you need a pair of Reeboks if you can't walk why do you need shoes I mean wear some sandals I get maybe with some thick ass socks but you gotta buy Reeboks ah okay anyway nonetheless so but John's thing is she has to do it on herself she has to know she has the ability if you fall down to get back up you know uh, me- uh oh, what's the word? I was gonna say mentally. Uh, metaphorically speaking, the you know she's she got this. She can do it. She you know she, you know. So he he they watch her and she and she sees that and in in turn tells you know thank you. I needed that and you know they have a like I got you. You're like I'm whatever it is. I got you. You know what I mean? Like we're we're friends, and, and at the end you kind of figure like, are they gonna are they gonna do? It? I mean, are they gonna are they gonna kiss at least? Like what the fuck? Or they don't want to show a white girl kissing a black man? What the hell? Anyways, um, they finally build the suit up and they take it for a test drive. Now, all this steel talk, and you can see the fucking suit, helmet, everything, kind of like move around and shit. Like, is it really steel? I mean, obviously it's not fucking steel because, first of all, this dude is seven feet tall. How many how many pounds is Shaq? Two, three hundred pounds, on and you add eighty more pounds of, of armor or whatever, and then he's gonna he's gonna magically fly fly up a a, a damn grappling hook. Like the way the scene happened when he flies up with the grappling hook, it's like you ever seen those? You ever had a toy? <laughs> you know, like a like a like a an action figure toy, GI Joe or Batman. Let's go with Batman. And you're playing. You're like, and of course, Batman has his grappling hook, grappling gun. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, get the Joker, uh, Blink. And then you kind of, or I don't know if you remember those key. I used to use them, those key retractor things. I used to use those as <laughs> Batman's grappling hook as a kid. So I would go, I would tape it or or. Grab it to some, f- and then I'd, I'd hook him up, and I'd make it work to where he he'd fly up. Doo, 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 doo. That's how this motherfucker looks. His arms are all spread out, he's like oh, I'm going up in space—not space, but I'm going up in the air. Uh, and this happens after he he his first, and I'm I'm jumping place place. He's testing out his armor, or he's testing out his suit, and he goes and he he beat he basically catches a, uh, a mugger. He takes all their the belongings and takes them back to the owner, and they see him, and they they take note that oh my god he he was so big and and, and he was very polite and and so they recognize that and it stayed with them. We see further on the movie when they're called to ID John as Steele. They say there's nobody here. That's none of these men are who we saw. Which in tongue, you know, they they Oh, it's that motherfucker number three. Look how Look, that's a motherfucker with that nerve. I mean, he's fucking seven feet tall. But they kept it hush-hush. And then, of course, uh, they he does that. He goes and finds that there's a gang uh, chasing another gang, shootout, whatever. So he goes to stop that. And that's when we see he he shoots all these Mexicans. And this us be real. They were Mexicans. They were shooting out of the fucking car. And bing, 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 bing. And that's when I think they sh- if you're gonna shoot at a dude in armor, shoot at the head. I mean, obviously, you see his face. There's like right there in the mouth. Shouldn't it? I mean, he was. It's like the Robocop theory. Like, oh, you just shoot Robocop in, in the mouth and boom, he's dead. So they shoot everywhere. They even shoot him in the nuts. And that's when he does this whole little no, no, no. Mothumbo. No, no, no. He just goes. And as he's defending this other not really defending this other gang he's stopping this gang from killing the other gang the other gang is like man fuck this cop he's like dude he just saved our life I don't give a fuck he's a cop like, he ain't even a cop he's a dude in fucking armor he pulls out the magnetic field and he's just bleep bleep bleep, bleep all the guns and everything jewelry and watches and all kinds of shit just come to him and uh And so, but the cops come, and they, like, start arresting his motherfucker. Like, hey, he's, I mean, I mean, I know they're vigilante, but still, he just did y'all's job. What the fuck? And that's where Tom Berry uh, comes in, him and his partner. They see the, uh, they see what's going on, and they chase him, whatever. And he jumps. I don't know why. Okay, I get you you grappled all the way to the top of the building. But you're going to jump from one building to the other. And it's like, you know damn well if he would have, he he jumps over and he catches the ledge. He would have fell. All that weight would have fucking fell to the damn ground. He ends up grappling downwards, and but the the wire breaks and he falls into some trash. Ends up out of the trash can onto a motorcycle. This motherfucker is seven feet tall, 200, 300 pounds, big ass armor with a big ass hammer on his back, which... If you know, if you see the sledgehammer, I get it. It's going to be like a sonic gun. But to use it as an actual hammer, that fucking shit. And they make a joke about that too. They, oh my God. They do free throw jokes. They do, they do one shaft joke. And they do a shit, they do a bunch of free throwing jokes. There's another one that they do. Let me bring up my notes. Free throw, they do four free throw jokes. Oh, and then the Superman camp. The uh, if you know Shaq, you know he has a Superman tattoo on his arm. They reference that fucking tattoo twice while he's making and he's making his suit. And I'm, I'm I forgot about this part, but he's making his suit in a tank top and shorts. You're dealing with molten hot steel. I was gonna say lava steel. You mean you tell me you can't put on some blue jeans and like a fucking shop or like a shopkeeper's apron or some shit so you don't burn yourself? Anyways, he gets on a fucking motorcycle that I swear to God looks like he's jumped on a crotch rocket. You remember the, the Burger King crotch rocket video game back in the day? Back in the day, it like fucking 2008 or something. That's what he looked like, dry, vroom, through town and shit, running red lights because he supposedly has the hookup. Like she's stacking into the fucking traffic system, giving him all green lights. He makes his way back to the scrapyard. Cops are following him. Choppers are following him he basically goes back to the bat cave. What the fuck? The goddamn trash heap lifts up as a doorway. He he drives in. It closes. The choppers going around, they quote-unquote lose him. So that's his first outing. Every everybody's like talking about, "Oh, what's this dude? Oh, this dude still. whoa whoa whoa." Um fast forward, he he, gets, he basically gets framed from by uh, Burke. Now, Burke has had a plan of getting back at John Henry by recruiting his little brother, played by Ray J, a.k.a. Martin, and because he has a bunch of these little hoodlums, gang younger guys working, quote-unquote, for his company, or the Willy Chili company. And all they're really doing is they're sticking guns and storms inside arcades machines and then they're shipping those machines to some place or whatever but it's it's a front and so he's you know yeah i mean he's this hyper like yeah yeah what's up i got a job yeah he's doing all this slang and all this hip like bro you're brandy's little brother and now in 2020 all you remembered is as the dude who banged Kim Kardashian in that tape that blew them up. Let's be real. He had a few hits, and there's a couple songs I, I remember him singing that I still kind of put on my Spotify to kind of like, was it if I had one wish I wish it would be Kim Kardashian playing with my PP if I had. One. So, he's he's ecstatic. The grandma knows. John Henry is doing something and she kind of keeps, she doesn't say, oh, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. But he gets framed in a way because there was another bank robbery at the Federal Reserve. He stops it, sort of, but he gets hurt in the process a little bit. He he banged up. He saves the cop's life. So Tom Berry is grateful for that moment or whatever. So whenever they bust into his house and arrest him, He's in the lineup and all this other stuff. That's when, you know, the kelpill that was mugged, kinda like, Oh, he's not here but no none of these men are who you who you think are steal or whatever. The cop, the detective tells the the sergeant or the cop, Tom Barry, like, Go in there and ID this motherfucker. I mean he doesn't say motherfucker, but he's like, Go ID this guy And he walks up and he sees him and he knows that he has like a little scratch and a scratch on his chin. Like you got thrown by a sound waved weapon into a dumpster. And all you have is a scratch on your chin. Damn. And uh, he sees him. And he notices him. And he know, and he's like. I know it's you. He kind of turns and goes to the next guy. And just doesn't. You know. He keeps it hush hush. It still is like. Oh cool. Yeah. 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 I'm good. Thank you. Like you see a little sigh of relief. They end up getting him released from jail. Like this was kind of cool. She. Had Uncle Joe go get a signature from the district attorney. She calls him up. Pretending to be the mayor. Gets kind of like this voice analytics stuff. Or whatever it's voice uh, machine. She calls the. The. I guess the department of whatever. The corrections. And they get him out of jail. He walks out. He's like yeah cool. At this time. Uh, Burke knows who's behind the steel stuff. And so he kind of. He kind of kidnaps Sparks, Sparky, and at the end of the movie, he's trying to sell these arms, these special weapons. They used a website, because <laughs> this, this is the internet, not, this, or mid-90s, so the internet, you can find anything on the internet. He had skinheads, cartel, Middle Eastern, whatever, you know, the mob. They're like, we want these weapons. Where can we get these weapons? Go to www.laserbeams.com. So there you have everybody come to this little warehouse. He's going to sell these weapons, but I can lease them to you, and if I lease them to you, I can charge you. Like he kind of like he has a deal. He he knows what the fuck he's doing, you know. If you want these weapons cool, but the ammo, you know, you got to come back to me for that, you know. If you want to buy them, cool, you're on your own. But if you lease them from me, I'll hook you up with charging these, these bad boys up ready for, you know, round 2. Uh at this time sparky you know i mean john was kind of sneaking around but he gets shot out the window and falls sparky's sitting in the chair because she was quote-unquote kidnapped and lo and but she's already upgraded her chair she got a new chair that she was working on this bad bitch put some of that special weaponry on her chair when the shit went down and they turn you know you know the, the action starts up again She's like doing three sixties, shooting blazer, pew, pew 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 pew. She's like a walking, talking R two D two at this point. And the bitch got nause because she halt. He's like, I gotta go. She takes off. It was a fun. Sh- it was fun shit. Um. All in all, on oh, at the end of the movie during all this movie, this about this movie, whatever. A grandma has been trying to make a souffle. I don't know what the fuck is in a souffle, but I. Do know it's the pastry that collapses or something, or it has to stay inflated? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fucking French chef. But she's trying to make a French uh, restaurant, and she at the end of the movie she actually opens up. And it's actually at her house, but she makes the uh, black on blue or some kind of restaurant. But it, it's French cuisine mixed with I guess soul food and 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 comfort food or whatever, and. So everything at the end of the movie, everybody's sitting, eating, eating lunch, eating dinner, like laughing, like having, a, yay, we, we survived. And this bitch, Sparky, pulls out her chair. I mean, like I, she, she's the best way to describe the, what her chair does at the end of the movie is like those those desks. That you know, like, oh, you're sitting at a desk, but it's bad for your back. You want to stand up? You can lift your desk up. She stands herself up on this fucking chair. Everybody's just like noticing, like, oh, clapping, like, oh, that's so cool, acting like she just got out of her chair to walk. All she did was stand up in that motherfucker. And everybody's just laughing, clapping, yeah, the end. What the fuck?
1: Hell no. To the no no.
0: That is some fucking. Oh. Now, if he would have said that at the end of that, I was like, that would have been okay. Stand up and clap because that was some funny ass fucking shit. But all in all, I mean, Shaq ain't the best actor in the world. Let's be real. I mean, his is he's funny in some movies. You know, I think he was in Grown Ups Two. That was pretty funny with his little fake hair. He's doing that fucking robot thing in the back of the classroom or whatever back of the auditorium do I recommend this movie yeah if you want to watch it with your kids and have it like a fun little laugh like oh okay cool I remember when it came out and I was like oh man I like that movie I, got, I, want, I want to watch that but I never really we never made an effort to go watch it in theaters or even rent it I think I saw parts of it years later but never the full movie and always heard that this movie wasn't that good I do remember the toys, because I did have one that had removable, uh, like, oh, you can be John Henry, and then you put this stuff on him, and he's still, um, yeah, I mean, if you, I'd recommend this to watch with your kids, and laugh, but, uh, one thing I would roll, kind of like, like, what the fuck moment is, like, the, I think her name was no- Normie, her, his, uh, cop friend that he was on the road with, or, during the first attack or the first incident she was hurt but there was no there was nothing after that after what happened she's never met i mean she's mentioned like oh yeah she's really hurt but that's it there's no seeing how she's doing she comes back and be like oh maybe they were gonna save that for the sequel (laughs) that never happened um the character from the comic books is really cool um I don't think I went into much detail about the other Superman, but um, I had seen an article. They were talking about this was an attempt at maybe making an extended universe. Like, oh, hey, this is. But I mean, they took a lot of elements from the comic books out, like the Superman. You know, they took that out, and of course, it's. They say they're in Los Angeles, so they can't really be like, oh, this is Metropolis or whatever the LA version in DC is. But that's it and that's that, y'all. Please stay tuned for the outro and I'll drop a little hints on what's coming up next. Attention, San Antonio residents. Attention, San Antonio residents. Do you live in the Stone Oak area? Have you been robbed recently by a big tall black man by the name of Leroy? Attention, San Antonio. Do not report this man. He's trying to support a family. You can't support a family on a burglary spree on the south side. You have to diversify your areas. So please leave your doors unlocked and your valuables out in the open so he doesn't make a mess. Thank you, San Antonio. This
1: ad was paid for by Citizens for Better Burglary Society.
0: I want to thank you again for checking it out Download it Please like and subscribe wherever I'm throwing everything at the wall in the outro Go to my link tree It is in the description That's where you'll find all the feeds On Apple, Spotify, and Anchor For this podcast And the Extra Butter Podcast You'll have links to my social medias My Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok YouTube and um, that's about it I mean I think the promo code for the Teespring is still up I can't remember I think it was two years I'll have, it'll be in the description of course use that at my Teespring store shirts are still up uh, gonna put a couple new designs uh, today that way by the time you hear this they'll be up and available check them out um, like I said, I'm trying to diversify episodes. I'm trying to include, I mean, I want to include that. I mean, a lot of stuff that I was had on my notebook of what to talk about, a lot of more action movies, a lot of more action movies. So I'm going to try to incorporate more scary movies. Uh, friend, I know I, I'm thinking about the Amityville horror franchise, um, I am a little bitch, and I will not watch The Exorcist. Call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. I don't care. I fucking saw parts of it as a kid. Fuck that shit. Uh, if you want me to get into that, I'll have my chick watch it, and then she can do the episode. But I'm telling you right now, it ain't gonna be a good episode. Nonetheless, I've been thinking about using, getting into animations, like Toy Story, um... Kitty cartoons, whatever, Shrek, whatnot. Um, what other genres? Is it dramas, but are there really dramas like franchises? I mean, if you think about a franchise, it's usually an action, comedy, even horror. I mean, I don't think what's it? What's the what's the drama that isn't a TV movie? I'm talking. I'm taught I want to talk about Hollywood movies, not Lifetime movies. Uh, uh, other than that, that's about it guys uh, go check out the extra Butterfeed please I know y'all don't want to hear me talk about everything that's coming out uh, trailer haters and whatnot. I did do a trailer haters on the Venom there will be Carnage movie that's coming out this year the sequel to 2018's 9, 20, 20, Venom with Tom Hardy with special guest Sean and the video for that is on my youtube so again go through my link tree to find my youtube if you're not subscribed there i highly suggest you like and subscribe my videos there you'll find every popcorn bite that i made stuff i did back in the day with my friends uh you want to see what i was like in 2008 (laughs) you can check that out um But that's about it, I can think about. I want to say what I want to do next episode, but I don't want to jump the gun. And then with how my work schedule has been lately, I wanted to start doing more weekly, like I did in March, but a lot of times I just want to be home and chill. So I'm sorry if if that little month of March kind of like, oh, hell yeah, like let's do this. yeah I was like, oh man, it's not a one and done. I'll try and do another month where I just knock them out. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know if you have an idea of a franchise or whatnot. I'm going to try and do more of these actor franchises for sure. I know I was going to do Tom Cruise. It was going to be... I should have just started with the Tom Cruise one because I think Tom Cruise is the Mission Impossible 2. I was thinking, was that one or Cocktail? No, I think Cocktail was a good one. Anyways, The Rock, of course, had a couple of bombs. But uh, yeah, if you think of an actor, actress that you want, you want me to try to knock out, hit me up on Twitter. That's probably the best place to interact with me. Um, that's that. and This is it. Uh, again, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Please, I suggest subscribing to it on your podcasting player. I personally use Apple, but uh, Spotify is good. Anchor is good. Um, what anchors the home but we they distribute on different different like google podcasts and the things one called radio public pocket cast so there's a lot of stuff out there and i'm very very appreciative for you taking the time uh, to listen to my goofy ass knock out these episodes i mean it's been the best two years that i can imagine only because if you're not making money on this it's a hobby But I like it. I dig it. I enjoy it. It's a creative outlet. And that's that. And this is it. And I'm going to say that again and again. I'm redundant with that crap. Sorry for being so redundant. But again, if you're not laughing, you ain't living. Please take care of yourself. Spoonie Love from up above. Signing off. Peace.